Hello, this is James Patterson uh, creating my second podcast. Um, The name of this podcast series is No President is Above FISMA Law. Today is January 22nd, 2020. And I want to begin this podcast with a review or summarization of podcast one, which basically introduced the novel I am writing at the present time. And um, in that podcast, I also made reference to uh, the violation of FISMA law by certain officials at the Department of Health and Human Services by altering altering the information and data which is owned by the Health and Human Services Center for Disease Control, specifically the guideline information event which was reported on uh, TV media yesterday on September 21, 2020. Now, having said that, uh, I would like to speak a little bit about Podcast 2. There's two two main points I, I wish to cover in today's podcast. One is um, I would like to provide listeners with more uh, of an understanding of my background. Um, I have 48 years of experience in information technology. Um, I spent a number of years um, in the federal government working at the United States Patent and Trademark Office, which is an agency within the Department of Commerce. Um, While at the United States Patent and Trademark Office, i.e. USPTO, I um, worked in the agency's cybersecurity division and helped build the agency's cybersecurity program. During this time at the USPTO, um, I had two primary functions. One was uh, managing the security assessments of all USPTO production systems and agency security role-based training. Um, The second point I want to uh, make is the introduction to a system which I have envisioned that is very applicable to today's crisis with the um, pandemic, uh, COVID-19, and um, the uh, needs of the COVID-19 crisis management team. The system I have envisioned, I have named 
National Pandemic Situational Awareness Information System, NPSAIS. So what is it? The uh, This system basically provides a noticeable improvement in the support of pandemic crisis management teams. One primary feature of the system I have uh, identified as a touchpad feature of NPSAIS. With the touchpad feature of the system, all pandemic crisis management team team members, crisis management team members, um, will have at their fingertips, in their office or on their mobile devices, situational awareness for different different um, ranges uh, of information. Uh, a stakeholder could access nationwide pandemic situational awareness, which is current up to within the last 24 hours, or a stakeholder could at their fingertips access pandemic situational awareness at the state level, at the county level, at the city level, or by zip code. Now, I mentioned stakeholders, and I would like to identify um, many of the stakeholders. May, this may not be the total complete list of stakeholders, but it, this is the majority of the stakeholders which would be using this particular touchpad. To start with, um, the first stakeholder would be the White House Chief of Staff, FEMA, the Department of Justice, FBI, all state governors, all directors of state public health offices, all health facilities within the territorial boundaries of the United States, the National Institute of Health, the Department of Health and Human Services, and the Health and Human Services Center for Disease Control. The system basically identifies the threat of the pandemic as well as the threat to doctors and nurses which require protective equipment. The system actually enforces the um, management of inventories that contain protective equipment for doctors and nurses and has features to actually alert other crisis managers when those inventory levels 
are depleted or near depletion. The system also sends notifications out when any critical protective equipment item has been not available um, for a fixed amount of time. Um, additionally, this includes the, your normal hospital beds, uh, your uh, special beds and, and accessories for uh, for people that are getting into serious uh, respiratory problems. Um, the system also monitors the national strategic uh, stockpile and recognizes that stockpile as a type of health facility in that from that stockpile is dispersed medical resources. Now, in this particular podcast today, I wanted to, again, become a little more acquainted uh, with the audience by introducing myself and my background and also to provide some uh, expectation on what direction my podcast series is headed in. Um, I do believe that the system I have discussed is a technological system that probably has never been in place. Uh, And if it has been in place, there is absolutely no evidence of its existence or usage. But uh, having said that, I want to conclude this podcast and hope that you will return and uh, continue to listen to this particular series, which is so relevant to our um, current events and specifically COVID-19. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to podcast three in the series titled, No President is Above FISMA Law. First of all, I want to say that the subject of no president is above FISMA law is very substantial. And I do expect to do many, many, many podcasts on the subject. However, today I have a pressing concern to address, uh, which is Uh, the restoration of the integrity of the Center for Disease Control. The way I see it, uh, restoring the integrity of the CDC cannot be, uh, it's not possible without achieving 100% FISMA compliance by the Department of Health and Human Services. 
If the Center for Disease Control cannot maintain effective information security with regard to the data it owns and the respective information it shares, it cannot maintain the trustworthiness of the information that originates from CDC data. FISMA law provides the Center for Disease Control the assurance that the data it creates and the information it shares will be handled and protected in the proper manner. Under the current administration, President Trump's Health and Human Services cabinet member has failed to ensure that the Health and Human Services Chief Information Officer and the CDC data owners are FISMA compliant in their responsibilities. Had FISMA been 100% implemented and complied with, there would have been no way possible that the HHS officials could have got away with what they got away with. They altered the integrity of CDC data of CDC information. That should have been a violation of FISMA law. I do not assume the Trump administration has any interest in FISMA or its mandatory compliance requirement. I do agree that Joe Biden, if elected shortly after his presidential inauguration, in January of 2021, will need to restore confidence in the CDC. However, I believe also that the only way to successfully restore confidence in the integrity of the CDC is by starting by restoring 100% compliance with FISMA law. Should our president choose not to enforce FISMA law compliance at the Department of Health and Human Services, there's little hope that the Center for Disease Control will regain control over the data it owns and the information it shares. I plan to further discuss this issue with FISMA compliance at the Department of Health and Human Services in my novel, which I plan to have published by the end of 2020. Let me just say in closing that this matter of FISMA compliance is much more significant than most people can imagine.
And if the compliance is not achieved, a whole host of vulnerabilities exist, not only at the CDC, but throughout the Department of Health and Human Services. So until next time, thank you again for listening. I hope to have our next episode ready uh, in the near future. Thank you. Hello, this is James Patterson, and welcome to the podcast series, No President is Above FISMA Law. Have you ever wondered why the title of this podcast series specifies no president? What do I mean by no president? as used in the title. What I mean is this. There will never be a time in the future where any individual elected as President of the United States will be justified in breaking, violating, undermining, suppressing, or omitting FISMA law. The Federal Information Security Management Act of 2002 was superseded by the Federal Information Security Modernization Act of 2014. Both versions of these FISMA laws apply to all federal systems which are not classified as national security systems. Both versions of FISMA mandate all federal systems and the data those systems process be protected by a wide variety of security controls. Those security controls mitigate risks associated with threats to the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of data that could mean the death of humans, whether by nature, acts of God, or by human treachery. No president shall ever be justified for any reason for compromising the effectiveness of FISMA law in the protection of human lives in the United States of America. To do so would be a violation of the oath of office of the president of the United States of America. Thus, the title of my podcast is accurate for every future president of the United States. Thanks for listening. Until next time.